Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Uh, it doesn't matter what I discuss, but I will say this, somebody ought to look into Joe Biden's statement because it was disgraceful, where he talked about uh, billions of dollars that he's not giving to a certain country unless a certain prosecutor's taken off the case. So uh, somebody ought to look into that, and you wouldn't because he's a Democrat. And uh, the fake news doesn't look into things like that. It's a disgrace. It is the Savage Nation. This is the uh, Friday edition. We're playing a song called The Poor People of Paris. Play it a little bit more. It kind of goes with the Hot Dog Summit, where I ate mine from the ballpark method, well, with the ballpark method, and he cut his. But it's reminding me of the poem If by Rudyard Kipling, and I will read you one sentence from it. If you could talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch. Somehow that line came to me today. You understand what I'm saying to you? Now, my friends, you have to understand something. There's a real Ukraine scandal, but it really has nothing to do with the president. Once again, the Democrats have stepped into their own trap. People have forgotten the fact that Biden's son, Hunter, was appointed to the board of a Ukraine energy company in exchange for getting a billion-dollar loan from the U.S. government when Biden was vice president. That is the scandal within the scandal, which is the true scandal inside the onion that everyone had forgotten because of the vermin in the media who swept it under the rug. But now they're going to say, wait a minute, what's this? The fair-minded people now, I'm not talking about the pink hatters. I'm not talking about the 15-year-olds who are on medicine who think the world is coming to an end. I'm talking about the vast majority of voters who are trying to figure it all out who are going to say, wait a minute, what is the scandal they're claiming about Trump now with a phone call? When they start to ask the question and peel away the onion, they'll find out the real scandal is one associated with Joe Biden's son, meaning Joe Biden. And so what's going to happen here is very akin to a movie of a number of years ago that I remember. I don't remember the actor in it. He's uh, kind of falsely accused. He's an anti-hero. He's arrested and he's put on a train and handcuffed. And the police are taking him to uh, some prison somewhere set in the Old West, wherever, not the Old West, but I was set a number of years ago. So he's in handcuffs on the train with the cops taking him to prison. And the train goes through a tunnel where everything turns black inside the car. When the train emerges from the tunnel, the man who was handcuffed is walking around freely and the cops are handcuffed to the chair. In many ways, this reminds me of Donald Trump right now. These morons keep trying to handcuff him and every time they try to handcuff him, they wind up with the cuffs on their own hands and he walks around freely. When is this going to come to an end? Maybe never. Now, we will talk today about the real scandal and uh, how it really relates to things. This is all about Biden's son's questionable deals with Ukraine. I'm also talking about the left wing's war against police and the toll it's taking on law and order and on the police themselves. I am also talking about the murder and rape epidemics that, is, that are spiraling out of control in South Africa. I can't even tell you the story that I posted today on michaelsavage.com. It's so heartbreaking. 
you see a pregnant woman, 30 years old, and her husband were asleep in a guest house on a nature reserve. They were just on vacation. When some locals came in and stabbed the woman to death, stabbed the husband in the stomach, he fought off one of them. The baby was killed. The mother was killed. If you ever can believe the cover-up in America, how bad it is, and believe me, it's bad, but it's much worse in South Africa. Pregnant mom hacked to death in front of son at luxury South African resort. If you read this story, you'll see what's coming here unless you stand up to the vermin in the media. So they stabbed this couple. They killed the woman who's pregnant. They kill her baby. I want you to listen to what the people who run South Africa had to say. Listen carefully. This is after they butchered a woman who was pregnant. Quote, the two guests were booked in from Monday to Thursday, and police were called after a stabbing incident. The police have confirmed one visitor passed away, and another is in hospital. As an agency who manages the reserve, we are shocked that this has taken place in one of our flagship coastal reserves, as the safety and security of our guests is a key priority. Now, I don't know if the person who said this for the South African Eastern Cape Parks and Tourism Agency is related to... Um, anyone at CNN, but they could easily work for CNN with this kind of rhetoric. This will come here unless you come to understand that the next time a vermin stands up and starts attacking white privilege, white people, white this and white that, you're going to wind up stabbed to death like that. If you think that's just rhetoric, go ahead, live in a dream world. But let's get back to the business at hand, which is the uh, big, big story. And uh, everyone's twisting it to their own end. I'm trying to get to the truth here. The fact of the matter is the drama that is going on with regard to the Ukraine call by the president, if there was one, is nothing. And if it is something, what it's about is asking Ukraine to investigate Hunter Biden for the payoff. Do you understand that? That's how this is going to come out, because that's the way it is. That's number one. But many of you don't know the details. I do. And I'll tell you why I know the details, because it's not the first time I've studied this. Back in 2014, I on this show, The Savage Nation, May 12th, 2014, for those of you who don't follow the show as religiously as I do, because it's my show. How many years ago is that? Five years ago? May 12th, 2014, I was talking about the Ukraine scandal right on this program. Listen to it now. Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, has taken a position on the board of directors with a Ukrainian energy producer. In any other time, this would not have been done because people would have a fear that there'd be an indictment or a government would fall. The FBI would investigate. There'd be a press outrage. The opposition party would stop all business on the floor of Congress and demand an immediate investigation as to how the vice president's son could take a job with a foreign power with whom we're supposedly an ally against Russia. Without seeing this for what it is, you are blind. It doesn't matter whether Biden would be a Democrat or Republican. This is cronyism. This is crony capitalism. This is the oligarchy. This is nepotism. In Napoleon's time, it was called nepotism. And Napoleon II or the third, fell because of nepotism. He had appointed so many of his relatives, 
where so many of his immediate friends and relatives had benefited from his position as uh, the supreme ruler of France, that the government fell because the people rose up. But there are no people in America. Just as there is no England anymore, there's no America anymore. I'm going to move ahead now. According to the Wall Street Journal, Vice President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and a close friend of Secretary of Hate, John Kerry's stepson, have joined the board of a Ukrainian gas producer controlled by a former top security and energy official for deposed President Viktor Yakunovich. That's a quote now. What am I claiming here? I'm claiming right here and right now that the United States has kicked up a civil war in Ukraine to mask a fight over a natural gas pipeline route that once it is built will personally benefit family and friends of this administration. This is called cronyism, crony capitalism. This is called nepotism in a polite way, but in a, a more blunt way, it's called ugly. Who was Hunter Biden? Was he picked by the Ukraine because he's a brilliant lawyer? I don't know. He has a name called Biden. His father's vice president. That couldn't hurt. Did you know that Hunter Biden worked with the Clinton machine in the U.S. Department of Commerce? Did you know that Hunter Biden was the Obama campaign bundler, the one of the biggest money guys? Did you know that Hunter Biden helped get his dad elected? There's a lot of money to be made. You see, if they can yank the Ukraine into the U.S. sphere of influence, the biden Kerry cartel stands to rake in billions of dollars. Barack Obama said in 2008, I will finally end the abuse of no-bid contracts once and for all. He said that in Grand Rapids in October of 08. Obama lied when he said the days of sweetheart deals for Halliburton will be over when I'm in the White House. What he meant to say was those days are over for anyone but my friends. Replace the word Halliburton with Biden. This, the State Department, as corrupt as it is, was challenged on this very topic by the only reporter in the Associated Press I have respect for named Matt Lee. I never heard of him. I want to play for you first the liar, Jay Carneybarker. Jay Carney Barker in clip number one. Listen to this. I would refer you uh, to the vice president's office. I saw those reports. You know, Hunter Biden and other uh, members of the Biden family are obviously private citizens, and uh, where they work is not uh, does not reflect an endorsement by the administration uh, or by the vice president or president. But I would refer you to the vice president's Wait, office. Listen, you listen, you weasel, you. You stinking weasel. You wouldn't get away with this in a democracy. You'd be arrested for this. Of course he's a private citizen. But his name is Biden. He's benefiting from his relationship to the administration. End of story. Liar, liar, liar. Now it gets even better. A reporter, Matt Lee, challenges in clip two, and then the spokesmouth for the State Department again repeats the big lie. Listen to two. Does this building diplomatically have any concerns about potential uh, perceptions of conflict or slash cronyism, which is what you've often accused the Russians of, uh, the, the Russians of doing? Uh, no, he's a private citizen. Again, arrest. Immediate arrest. Citizen's arrest. Immediate. Citizen's arrest. Next, clip three. Do you consider that the Russian oligarchs who control or the Ukrainian oligarchs who control these, uh, they're, they're all private citizens as well. We certainly right? wouldn't put them in the same no, category. No, I'm not suggesting that. that. What do you mean you wouldn't put them in the same category? Why isn't Biden's son the same as a Russian oligarch? 
because his name is Biden, not Abramovich? Of course they are. It's identical. Then Lee goes on. He doesn't quit. I can guarantee you after this exchange, the AP will move him into the uh, graveyard shift. He will never fly on Air Force One again. Listen to clip four. I'm wondering if there are concerns from this building about the perception of about how the Russians and or the Ukrainians would perceive um, the involvement of a son of the vice president of the United States in, a, in this, especially given the situation. No, there are not. Immediate citizens arrest. Immediate citizens arrest of the spokesmouth. This has got this has gone too far. Obama is so drunk on his power, using race to get where he is, using race to stay where he is, using race to push his dastardly policies down our throat, and now this corruption has reached a point of no return. I am outraged. I'm, I'm livid. There's no other word for it. Livid, L-I-V-I-D. This ripoff, it's frightening. Is that it? Well, that was from 20... That's the whole thing. The guys found it for me because they said, this is not new to you or your audience. It seems to be new to uh, the websites that are attacking Trump for this, who think that this is a brand new scandal. It seems to be new to those who have no memory of this scandal going back to those days. It seems to be new to those who hate Donald Trump at all costs. It seems to be new to those who don't know history and are condemned to repeat it. There is no whistleblower scandal here. The scandal here is that the American people are so dumb, they don't even know what's behind it. And what's behind it is that Biden's son had a sweetheart deal with the oil company, the energy company, and it was in exchange for a billion-dollar loan from Biden's administration. So you look at John Solomon's uh, reportage of this scandal on The Hill magazine, and you will see the real Ukraine scandal. I have a minute or two to cover this, but I'll give you a little a bullet point on it. U.S. banking records show that Hunter Biden's American-based firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners, LLC. You want some facts? John Solomon got them for you. If you think we only speak in generalities here on this shock jock radio show. U.S. banking records show Hunter Biden's American-based firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners, LLC, received regular transfers into one of its accounts, usually more than $166,000 a month, from Burisma, which is the energy company, from Burisma, from spring of 2014 through fall of 2015, during a period when VP Biden was the main U.S. official dealing with Ukraine and its tense relations with Russia. Prosecutors identified Hunter Biden, business partner Devin Archer, and their firm, Rosemont Seneca, as potential recipients of the money. What happened after that? The prosecutor was fired in Ukraine as a result of pressure by the Obama administration. Mark my words, before this is over, the handcuffs that they are trying to slip on Trump's wrists will wind up on someone else's wrists when this train comes out of the dark tunnel. Savage. Hey, here's a question. How did you sleep last night? Did you spend the night tossing and turning, worrying? Now, look, if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. The founders of Purple are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds, wheelchairs. Well, in 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most scientific mattress. Now, what does that mean? 
How is Purple different from other mattresses? Listen, the Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced. Why? Because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam that I'm used to or you're, you're used to. No, no. The Purple material feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the very same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable. Unlike foams, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. It ends up giving you the zero-gravity-like feel, so it works for any sleeping position. Okay, 100-night risk-free trial. You're not satisfied? You can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns, free in-home setup, old mattress removal. You ready? You're going to love purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text SAVAGE to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to do this. You ready? Text SAVAGE to 84-888. That's S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. Text S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. Message and data rates may apply. We are talking about the real Ukraine scandal, which is um, Biden's son, Hunter. And again, don't miss the big picture here. At the end of the day, I'm telling you what's going to happen here. They brushed this. They swept it under the rug. Everyone forgot about it. But now because they're trying to lay it at Trump's doorstep, people are going to say, well, what I'm talking about intelligent people who are asking questions. They're going to say, what is this really all about? And the minute they start to peel away the onion, they're going to really find out about the corruption of Joe Biden. That's what they're going to find out. Now, it's so bad that we even have a clip of Biden boasting that he threatened the prosecutor, Poroshenko, and got him fired for looking into this scandal. And I have that for you when we come back. Again, if this is not important to you, there are so many other stories here. A half dozen judges have been appointed by President Trump who is reshaping the judiciary. He is changing the psychotic left-wing ninth jerked court of Schlemiel's. Republicans are gaining seats on that court. He talked about it on this trip, how he is reshaping the judiciary, which will be his longest-lasting legacy. He said he wouldn't hire a great guy who was in his, thir- in his uh, 60s. He hired people only in their 30s because they'll be on the bench for 30 or 40 years. It is Rock and Roll Friday on the Savage Nation. If you could keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowances, allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give away to hating. And yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. Or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, 
or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Rudyard Kipling, one of the great English poets, and uh, there's a, a story within a story about Rudyard Kipling and his great poems. This is not the only poem of his I love. He was defamed by the vermin in the media going back in the 1910 era because he was not politically correct enough even then. Do you know that? It's a long story that's not appropriate for this time. But the left wing has been at work long before Karl Marx was an issue on this planet. And it is operational right now in this nation, as you well know. Truth means nothing to them. Falsehoods are their mainstay. And uh, if you want to take it right back down to Trump, we can do that. If you want to move on to another topic, we can do that. I want to leave you with the bottom line on the scandal within the scandal. The real Ukraine scandal is that Biden's son was appointed to the board of a Ukraine energy company in order to bring them a billion-dollar loan from the U.S. government, and that was when Biden was VP. That's the bottom line here. And what's important for you to know is that this was swept under the rug, even though it's been boiling under the surface for a while. The uh, wonderful, distinguished people in the media like Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper and the other distinguished individuals of the human mind completely threw this one away so you wouldn't pay any attention to it. But now it's come up to haunt them because of this scandal so-called about someone in the NSA or someone in an intelligence agency was snooping on the president's phone call. Think about that one, by the way. Think about that. If they're snooping on the president, does that mean they're snooping on you? You betcha. As I speak to you, every call that you make, every phone call you make is being listened to by some sneaky piece of garbage somewhere deep in the halls of the uh, deep state. I just assume it. I curse them out every time I make a call. Every time I make a call, I say, listen, who's ever listening to me, drop that. I hope you get cancer of the heart. And now let me continue the conversation. Whoever is listening in on my phone calls, I don't care if you're 22 years old and went to Harvard, you should die of cancer for what you're doing because I don't like living in, the, in a spy state. You got to fight back. You got to understand that it takes, it takes anger to fight back. Don't be afraid of your anger. They're not afraid of their anger and their hatred. You can meet them head on with yours. And what's going on here is that Trump is so strong, they're not going to get to him. He will slip the cuffs they're trying to put in his hands. And when this train comes out of that dark tunnel, I'm telling you as I stand here, those cuffs are going to be around somebody else, but it won't be him. He knows that too. He's more confident than he's ever been. A friend of mine emailed me this morning, just before the show, Dr. Sarfati, and he said, I was just watching Fox News before your show. And they were interviewing President Trump, and he paraphrased your statement about the mark of a good swordsman is he who does not pull his sword. I said, wow, that hot dog was good, Jack. It sure tasted good on that plane. So as I say to you, the simple things become the non-simple things uh, all the way up and down the line, and wisdom is wisdom, and, they, and uh, it has a way of translating into different uh, ages. If you care to talk about these topics or any topic that I have not yet mentioned, the phone number is 855-407-282. I open up the uh, phone lines now on this Rock and Roll f Friday. Or what is the number one thing bothering you today about the government, the country, the news cycle, or whatever? You should also know if you're listening to this show on the stream where the show is dominant, 
Uh, you can hear it anywhere in the world, for that matter, even though it's not carried on every station in the country. And you can also still call 855-400-728. It's the same, phone, same exact phone number. What else is on your mind is the question. George in New York, line one. Go ahead, please. You're on the Savage Nation. Hi, Dr. Wood. I just listened to you. I have two things on my mind. One is I've, I've heard for a few years now that Air Force Two with Biden, his son, and Kerry's son made a trip to China. And a couple weeks later, they got paid off $3 mm-hmm. billion dollars mm-hmm. with the Rosemont, all that nonsense. And mm-hmm. nobody's talking about that. No, that didn't make it to Jake Tapper's uh, uh, screen, huh? <laughs> The most trusted source in news in a doghouse. That's yeah, yeah, no, there's a China scandal as well, a banking scandal in China that's been swept under the under the rug. You know, it's interesting to me that Trump never made an issue of Biden's son's scandals, but he's going to do so now because they're trying to they're trying to hurt him with it. I think that he decided that family is you know should be left alone after what they try to do to Trump Jr. And I figured he decided, you know what, leave it alone already. Yes, one, let, let it happen. But now that they're trying to kill him with this one, I think he's going to turn it back on them. What do you think? The oh, other dear. thing is, oh. I was... Go ahead, quick, please, talk. Talking to a girlfriend in Florida last week with the phones off. The next day I go on Facebook. I was talking about buying some land. The next day I have all these ads coming up about real estate in florida can you believe this so they listen can you believe what's happened to this country that we are now living in the in the uh, stasi state of ex uh, ex germany i don't get it well i get it this started under obama who expanded the nsa spine you do know that don't you stay on it you you know the magic minority barack obama the magic minority who had no scandals according to the vermin in the media the magic minority who introduced the Stasi State of America. You know who I'm talking about. The wonderful scandal-free Obama who took a $100 million deal from Netflix. The wonderful scandal-free Obama who took $80 million from a publisher. That Obama, the scandal-free minority Obama, you know who I'm talking about. Kind of funny that Kerry was over in Iran a little while ago, too. Yeah, where is Kerry right now? Is he, is he throwing his, uh, his uh, Medal of Honor over a fence somewhere in Russia? All right, thanks for that call, 855-407-282. I tweeted this the other day, since the week is coming to an end, and it's been a real big week for me. I don't want this to be missed. I wrote a little short postcard on Twitter to the president. Dear President Trump, only in America can the son of a poor immigrant rise to be given the great gift of meeting with and flying on Air Force One with the most down-to-earth and honest president in U.S. history. Thank you for this great honor, Michael Savage. And attached to it was the little menu of the uh, airplane, Tuesday, September 17th, the day that she'll live in Famy in my life, not in Famy, but Famy. It'll just definitely going to live in Famy for me. Tuesday, September 17th, 2019, snack. Goat cheese and honey crisp. <laughs> Philo pastries filled with goat cheese served with fig and ginger dipping sauce. I didn't eat it. Accompanied by thinly sliced prosciutto. And fresh grape clusters. I ate the prosciutto. I was starving. And a little grape. Choice of beverage. I took a white wine. But what's most important to me is the president signed the the menu for me when I asked him to. He's that down to earth. He didn't have to. But this is interesting. Remember the story about the magic marker and the changing of the hurricane's path? Remember that one, Robert? 
Remember they said that Trump took his magic marker and changed the, the path of the storm to say it was going to go through Alabama? Remember that big nonsense scandal they built up out of nothing? Well, exactly that pen, or a pen exactly like it, which I have right here, which is a... Pre- Hold on, let me play music for a minute. I got to get this pen. I got to get this pen. Hold on, I got to get this pen. Here's the pen. Here's the pen right here. I'm picking up good vibrations here on Rock and Roll Friday. So I have the pen in my hand that the president used to sign that to me, autograph to me. Robert, you see it, this big fat pen? It looks like a thermometer, but it isn't. It looks like a big black thermometer, but it's a magic marker from the president's hand to me. And it's this magic marker. You say, oh, big deal. Why are you going on and on about it? I'll tell you why. Because this pen and this signature and this menu and the picture of me outside Air Force One on the way into the plane is going to go into a little diorama box and I'm going to give it to one of my descendants. And perhaps in a number of years, it'll be on uh, Antique Roadshow. God knows what people will be looking like in 100 years. Can you imagine? Well, my great-great-grandfather, Michael Savage, flew on an airplane. You know what an airplane is? That was before the Green New Deal. They used to have them. They would fly in the sky. I know now we're we're using buggies and whips again. But uh, in those days, they would fly around from point to point in the sky. If you can believe it, we had a president in those days, not not a Supreme Council. And the president of our country signed this to him. You may know the president. may come back in history. His name was uh, Donald J. Trump. And he signed it over to my great-great-grandfather on the uh, thing we called an airplane in those days that we no longer have. But you know what he wrote? He wrote to the great savage Donald J. Trump. And he underlined great. This guy knows what he's doing. This guy knows what he's doing. 855-407-282. Here's some other stories I didn't get to. Apparently, you're not interested in the real Ukraine scandal, Hunter and Joe Biden. Apparently, you're not interested in the fact that the moron from New York City, the communist Bill de Blasio, who is destroying New York City, the homelessness is out of control, the death of police is out of control, garbage is out of control, mayhem is out of control. The idiot who got, got the, the delusional thought he'd be president has come back home to ruin the city even further. Murder and rape epidemic spiraling in South Africa. Pregnant mom hacked to death in front of her son at luxury South African resort, not covered by CNN. I can talk about the other topics, the left-wing war against police, if you'd like, and the demagoguery of police, if you'd like, and the backing of America's men, women in blue, if you'd like. I can do all of those things in the Savage Nation. But before we take our break, I'd like to play something that I'm sure you will understand why I'm playing it. Will you please play clip four? It's a partisan whistleblower. Uh, I shouldn't even have information. Uh, I've had conversations with many leaders that are always appropriate, always appropriate, at the highest level, always appropriate. And anything I do, I fight for this country. I fight so strongly for this country. Uh, it's just another uh, political hack job. That's all it is. That's all. And it is. They're, listen to this. The president doesn't have the right to talk to a leader of another country. Have you ever heard this before? How many leaders of other countries did Obama talk to publicly and privately? How many foreign elections did Obama meddle in directly and indirectly? You wouldn't know much about it, but I do because I study these things. I'll be back in a minute to take your calls on these and other topics right here on The Savage Nation. 
Savage. I don't want to talk about any conversation other than to say, other than to say, uh, great conversation, totally appropriate conversation, uh, couldn't have been better. And keep asking questions and build it up as big as possible so you can have a bigger downfall. (laughs) He's exactly like that. I'm telling you, they're going to wind up with the handcuffs on themselves. It's not going to be on him. He'll slip the noose because there is nothing to hang him with. You know what I'm saying? We have such little time. Walter in North Carolina wants to say something. Fire away, Walter. Go ahead, please. Hey, Michael. It's an honor to talk to you. Uh, Born in Staten Island. My mother grew up in Brooklyn. My father grew up in Staten Island. She's uh, getting ready to turn 80, but um, I was just going to ask you, with all the hysteria and everything you do, my fear is, what are we going to do when you're not around anymore? God rest your soul, whenever he decides to take you on or you decide to retire, who who can replace you? Who can keep the... (laughs) You know, a man like me likes to hear a thing like that, but I don't have an answer for it because I don't know. I have no plans on retiring, and the only one who, who will retire me is the man upstairs. And so far, I think somebody up there likes me, but I don't want to beg the question. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. It is The Savage Nation, hour two on this Friday edition. You know, every once in a while, a call comes through that touches the host, and I had one in the end of the last hour. I had to actually go into the men's room to compose myself when he asked me a certain question about who will take my place when I leave, when God calls you home, I was touched by it in many different ways. But the primary reason I was so touched by that call, if you heard it, is because the man sounded so different than I do, accent-wise, age-wise, state-wise, whatever. It was like a different type of person than I am. And yet I've reached him through his life, and I touched him, he's touched me, as I have touched so many millions of lives in the years I've been on the radio. And it is a good question is a very good question when you see 15- and 16-year-old fools who know nothing being put on uh, television shows to talk about things of which they know nothing, such as climate and things of that nature. They don't even know how to add 3 and 30,000. They couldn't put 2 and 2 together. But I can't focus on what I can't control. I can only focus on what I can't control, and what I can't control is what I say and what I do on the radio show, so I thank you for uh, listening to me. Not only is Trump fighting a war against the establishment and the media to deliver on the promises he made to the millions of us. Oh, yeah, he has won victories that you have probably forgotten. And that would include defeating ISIS. Remember, ISIS was raging across. Oh, you don't want to hear about it, do you? What did your great, fabulous, wonderful minority president Obama do when ISIS was raping its way across the Middle East? What did your great, fabulous woman would-be president Hillary Clinton do when little girls were being raped around the clock by those subhumans? Nothing. What happened after that is the important story, which is that Trump came along. He coordinated with Putin. 
He colluded with Russia to destroy ISIS. What a crime that was, wasn't it? What a crime that was. But now we have the deep state and the fake news media joining forces to bring us down at any cost. Because make no mistake about it, it's our revolution that they're trying to destroy. It's our desire to save America that they're trying to destroy. It's we, the supporters of this president, that they're trying to support, that we're trying, that they are trying to destroy. And uh, they are racing to finish what they started with Trump's election by going after every last one of us. So if you want to comment on any of the news topics of the day, the rape and and murder epidemic spiraling out of control in South Africa, where a report came out today of a pregnant mom, a white woman, was hacked to death in front of her son at a luxury South African resort. They stabbed her husband who fought back. She was dead and so was the baby in her womb. Apparently the women on The View didn't hear about it, nor do they care, since they want to kill everything in a womb. We can talk about the South African nightmare. What can we actually do about it except maybe open up our country for asylum for white South Africans to flee that hellhole while they still can? That's something we ought to do. Make it very specific. Asylum for South Africans. White South Africans fleeing the pogrom, the genocide being committed against them. But I don't think anyone cares about that. What would you like to talk about? There are so many news stories. Uh, I don't really want to talk about guns or gun control. We could talk about the military if you'd like. You know, I want to talk about the military for a minute. It's a very telling story that we all heard. I don't know. I think it's public. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't. And I think it's pretty well known. I think the president during one of the fundraisers said the following, but I think he said it on television as well, so I can repeat it because it's been forgotten and it's important to say. Look, let me let me back this whole thing up. I've always voted since I'm a kid on a couple of issues. I was never that political in orientation in my earlier years, but I was very political. And I always made a decision that most of the people running for office are fundamentally BS artists. And I don't really care. That's the way it works. What matters to me most are the issues of national security and taxation. That's all that really mattered to me, truthfully. On national security, Obama got a zero. He got less than zero. He stabbed us in the back. But you may not know it. He depleted the military's capacity to fight wars anywhere. Did you know that? Not only did Obama not permit the military to fight ISIS, there are many stories out there that he was actually the man behind ISIS and that he sent special forces into Iraq and those areas, in in Syria, rather, to help ISIS as advisors. I don't think you remember those stories because Wolf Blitzer was taking an Alzheimer's pill at that time. Jake Tapper was still taking memory pills at that time. He didn't know anything about that. So Trump tells the story that when he took office, he called his generals into the uh, Oval Office, and he was asking them something. He said they came in, they were the greatest-looking guys. They were like central casting, straight as an arrow, strong as iron. And he asked them a question about it. I don't know what exactly what the event was. And they said, sir, we can't do it. And he said, what do you mean you can't do it? He said, we're out of ammunition. Do you know that Obama had depleted our stores of almost every critical aspect of the U.S. military? Do you know that he ran the military down so we were almost defenseless? I don't think people know what a travesty that man was, the magic minority, Barack Obama. He was the true enemy within. But he was untouchable precisely because of his minority status. 
That is how he got away with being the enemy within. So Trump was trying to explain why the budget deficit is so high. He said it bothers him deeply. He's trying to get it under control, but he said he had to spend something like six to eight hundred million dollars to rebuild the military. Do you think that's a falsehood? He had to spend six to eight hundred million dollars of the money in the deficit to rebuild the military. That's something that should be remembered. That bullets cost money. Tomahawk missiles cost money. Running B-52s or whatever they're running right now around the clock somewhere on Earth with nuclear weapons costs a lot of money. Keeping men and women on duty around the clock costs a lot of money. Of course, there are excesses and we've got to get control of them. You know, the thousand dollar pencils and all that. But it costs a lot of money to run a real military. I read last week that one of our aircraft carriers was not functional. For the first time in the memory of the U.S. Navy, one of our one number of our aircraft, I think we had 10 aircraft carriers. I was on the Stennis a few years ago. I was so happy to be on that uh, aircraft carrier. I'll really remember that is one of the great experiences, flying out of San Diego onto that carrier on a tailhook. It was amazing. Sleeping underneath the flight deck that night as the young men landed those uh, F-A-18, uh, F-21s, rather. They were landing them on a deck. It sounded like a, tr- a subway car slamming the deck. I didn't get a good night's sleep, but it was well worth it. Because all I did was get up out of bed and go onto the top deck and watch those planes uh, take off and land. It was like watching a red rocket take off from the deck. It was an amazing experience. So um, one of our aircraft carriers is not operational for the first time. I think it was the Harry S. Truman. I'm not sure if I am correct. It was unable to get underway for a mission. Can you believe this? Why is that? Because Obama crippled it. That's why. So we're living through a strange time of rebuilding the military, rebuilding America, rebuilding the confidence in America. And, of course, the opposition that has torn down the military, torn down America's morale, torn down America's self-respect. Of course, they're fighting back because the vermin on the other side, and they are as, they're like rats out of a sewer. They're not, I don't equate them with a human being. You say, oh, you're going too vicious. Oh, no, you haven't seen vicious yet. You haven't heard vicious yet. They have tried to destroy this nation as they are trying to destroy Donald Trump. He is the nation to them. He is the nation they thought that they had destroyed. He is the very representative of the nation they would like to see coward and broken, cowed and broken. That's why they hate him more, because they can't hurt him, no matter how they try. It comes back on them. Well, that's just my view. Those are the musings of me, Michael Savage, the boss of the Savage Nation. Uh, I don't have Air Force One. I have Southwest Two, where I have to fight for the baggage compartment overhead, just like you do. And I can go from a hot dog on the in the president's dining room to uh, a bag of nuts on Southwest. <laughs> you know, and the lucky part here is someone said to me, you must be depressed having to go from that to that. I said, not really. I'm glad I grew up poor. I'm glad I grew up poor because you learn how to live with the average man. If you can walk with kings and never lose the common touch, then you'll be a man, my friend. It must be awful to grow up rich, grow up in a limousine and have everything given to you, private schools, never really, really facing the elbow-thrashing level of reality, and then losing it and having to face that. I can see why many of them fall apart. 
because they can't handle it. I remember when I was young, I'm just, ran- you know, so I'm musing now, just called rambling on amusing today on this Friday. A lot of things are coming up out of me right now. I'll just continue on it. If you want to call, fine. That's great. I'll try to get to you. I remember when I was a kid and I was in high school, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I had no idea. Well, how did I know what I wanted to be? I was lucky I was able to put my shoes on and walk in a straight line like all kids. Of course, today they held up as role models for us, 16 years old with pimples on their brain. Uh, they're experts on climate science, according to Wolf Blitzer and CNN. But really, most kids 16 don't know their you-know-what from their elbow. So I remember thinking, God, I don't know what I'm going to be. And a lot of the kids in the high school I went to came from families that had a little more money or a lot more money than we did. And uh, like one of them, his father owned a factory. His father owned some kind of cardboard factory. Another kid's father was in the record business, or his uncle would rather was a big, big wig in the record business, probably a little bit on the mafioso. I don't know, whatever. He was a tough kid, and he looked like central casting, uh, you know. He went into the record business at 70, never went to college. He became a big hit. I don't even know where he is. I'm sure he's one of the giants in Hollywood today. The cardboard kid, I don't know, went to medical school. And I used to dream. I was what how nice it would be. If my father had some big business that I could just move into and work in, you know what I'm saying? Robert, did you ever dream of that or Jim? Didn't you want your father to have a lot of money so you didn't have to kill yourself and wind up uh, taking calls from uh, people on the Savage Nation? <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have to be standing there listening to people say horrible things in your ear because they can't get to me. But, uh, you know, so we all dream of that. But it's just a, it's called a pipe dream, right? But I didn't have to do it. I still thought, what a long road it is ahead of me. My God, how am I ever going to get the hell where I want to go in life from where I am starting? And the answer was by putting one foot in front of the other. I remember some kids were better memorizers than I was, and they went to medical school. They were going to go to medical school. And I said to them, how are you going to remember all those books, anatomy, physiology, neurology, all that stuff? How can you memorize all of that and one of these nice kids whose father himself was a doctor, a little neighborhood doctor, said, my father said, don't look at the whole book. He said, you learn the book one paragraph at a time. You read it one paragraph at a time, and you learn the book one paragraph at a time. That sounded good, but still you had to memorize the whole book. That wasn't for me. I wasn't good at memory. Then the law school kids, they went to law school. Nothing wrong with that. If you're an honest lawyer, God bless you. But I used to look at the mountains of law books in law, in law offices that I would go into once in a while. And how could you remember all those laws? How is it possible? Well, as you get older, you realize you don't really have to know what's in all those books to be a lawyer, nor do you have to know what's in every medical book to be a good doctor, nor do you have to know what's in every book in the English language to be a talk show host. All you have to do is keep your wits about you when all those around you are blaming you. I shall return. Savage. So I want to show you how twisted the media is. Wall Street Journal says Trump pressed Ukraine to investigate Biden's son. Campaign Rock says Drudge. Well, that's not the issue. I don't know why that's the headline. Of course, Trump pressed Ukraine to investigate Biden's son because of the corruption. Haven't we been screaming about this since 2014? Didn't we demand in 2014 that Hunter Biden be investigated for his deals with Burisma Energy? We did. I played the soundbite on it. 
It's been covered by the Hill. I covered it for five years. So why is this now the headline? Trump pressed Ukraine to investigate Biden's son, making it sound like Biden's son is a victim instead of the one who should be investigated. Why is that now the headline? I want to know what the hell is going on in this country, that those who supported Trump and supported investigating Biden's son are now turning on Trump saying that he did something wrong. Explain that to me. Explain that to me, if you will. Car plows into bowl near Chicago, developing video. Ah, okay. Car plows. Some, some people did something. Reports of driver in custody after car drives through Woodfield Mall. Look at this twisted reporting. The car did it. It was a self-driving car? No. No, they arrested the driver who drove into the people in the mall. We don't know who the driver is. We don't know what his orientation is. Uh, or his religion in that sense, when I say orientation, his religious orientation. We don't know whether he screamed alu or malacha or halu or hello or goodbye or alu or guru, jello. We don't know where he screamed jello, jello or jello, jack bar. I don't know what he screamed, if anything. But someone driving an SUV drove into a mall and knocked people over. And it says the car drives through Woodfield Mall. So if you read about the pregnant woman in South Africa being stabbed to death, white woman stabbed to death in front of her husband, killing her and her baby, three months pregnant, 31-year-old woman. She's sleeping at a luxury resort in South Africa when some black animals come in and kill her. You don't like the words? You know, what would you call them, black human beings? Tell me what you would call people who would creep into a hotel room at night and stab a pregnant woman to death. What would you call them, human beings? What would you call them? Tell me, did I say something wrong? Human beings would do that to another human being? If you say that that is so, you know what? You're a sick person. Three months pregnant. With her husband and toddler son when they're attacked three in the morning in this luxury hotel. Stabbed to death. And you know what they report? Something happened to someone in one of our hotels. That's how sick the left-wing media is in the world, not just this, just in America. The Westwood One Podcast Network.